It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Jason David Frank. And you're listening to the Geek Cast Radio Network. You are now on the inside of what I like to call the circle of trust. We are all connected in the great circle of life. You know something, Bert? I think you and I are going in circles. It feels like we're going in circles. The circle is now complete. When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. Because it's a circle. Yeah, we heard about the circle. Yes, we're yeah. familiar with shape. Hi, this is Chuck. This is Greg. And this is Dan. And we are Talking in Circles, brought to you by the GeekCast Radio Network, the podcast that's completely sick of winter. And I think like everyone else. <laughs> Today we are going back to our Geek Power Rankings. Back in September, we did the first edition of Geek Power Rankings, where we counted down the, the top ten biggest things in the world of geekdom. We're going to go back to that today to see what's changed, what's still on that list, what new, what's new that needs to be belong, and see how much geekdom has changed in the past six months or so. But before we get to all that, how's the week been going for you guys? Uh, this week was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was pretty pretty busy, but um, I guess I should start off with uh, some more big news for myself. Ooh, did you join like Tumblr or? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I I think I think you guys might be more surprised by this one, but uh, I, I definitely think that um the world must be ending because I'm I'm doing all these things, but uh, I finally got a uh, smartphone. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what, I think what it's, did you uh, it's the end of the world. You know? did you go? Did you go Apple, Android? Where did, where did you go? I went Android. Got a got a new Motorola phone. I'll be honest. I kind of went for it because it was a cheaper one. Yeah. But uh, it's still a really good phone. It has a lot of. Uh, it does a lot of things better actually than some of the higher end phones. So uh, it's got nothing but good reviews online and stuff. So I really like it so far. Nice, nice. Did you get all your? things updated like facebook and twitter and all that and yeah i mean i'm kind of slow coming up with that stuff but <laughs> i've just been like checking out everything and all the different apps and stuff you can get and uh, there's this weird little uh animation thing on there on here called windy day it's sort of like a like a virtual reality thing like when you open it wherever you like turn the phone it's like you're looking in that direction you're kind of like in this forest and 
there's like a mouse that's like chasing this hat that keeps blowing away in the wind hmm. and you have to like follow him with the phone and stuff. But it's like this, uh, it's just this thing to like promote, uh, you know, virtual reality, like animations and stuff like that. But it's pretty cool. Man, so much has changed in the past few weeks. <laughs> I know it's, it's getting scary. You know, life's, life's getting pretty scary here. So <laughs> a lot of change. Cool. So now when we send you photos, you can actually, it's not just like a pixelated like blob. You can actually I know. My, yeah. And this, this camera is so much better than the crappy one I had on my old phone too. But, and, and also what's good is that, you know, I could check my Gmail really quickly so I could respond to your guys' emails much faster now. So nice, nice. <laughs> how about you, Greg? How's your week been going? My week's been all right. Yeah, I used up all my energy for my high at the beginning of the episode. I am going downhill quick. Uh, I was asleep before we started recording, and I woke up a little bit later than I should have to start recording this. So I am probably sounding really dead right now, so I'm sorry about that. Hey, so our mission today is to be interesting enough to keep Greg awake, so hopefully we can do that. Good <laughs> the sad thing is I almost fell asleep myself. So. I... I, I didn't fall asleep last night until like 2.30 in the morning. So I think that's the main reason. I'm hoping I'm not like, you know how at the beginning of a cold, you're kind of sleepy a lot. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping it's not a cold because everybody else at my house has a cold and like they've been out of it for about two or three weeks now. Uh, They've really been fighting some crazy stuff. So Crazy. My week has been kind of, it's been a mixture of weird, weird, weirdness. Starting on Saturday, I went to the second day of the Best Picture Showcase at AMC Theaters. And like we, we went to it, we knew we were getting snow that day, but we're supposed to get like three to four inches, which is not too bad. We're going to be there all day by the time it was over, you know, most of the snow would be plowed. Well, as the day went on, that three to four inches went to five, six, seven, eight, nine. Eventually, we got ended up getting near a foot of snow. And it was kind of weird. Like, by the third movie, they actually ended up closing the movie theater. But, wow. But they kept the Best Picture Showcase going. So it was really weird because we were the only people in the theater, in this entire movie theater, just in this one location. And there was, like, three people, like, you know, selling concessions. And it's also next to this mall that's, like, been long dying. So it looks like the mall from Dawn of the Dead. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I'm in the apocalypse. It, it was so weird. It's like, this seems like the world's ending and we're just stuck in this movie theater because there's, like, no one here. It was, like, eerily quiet. It was insane. We ended up actually skipping the last movie because it was getting so bad out. And we were driving, and there was tons of cars uh, parked alongside, well, parked, or basically abandoned alongside the road. And people walking, and I'm like, oh, man, I feel bad for some of these people. We're going by this one section. It's, like, near, uh, it's, like, a, it's more like a suburban area. There's, like, a grocery store there and stuff. And they see this guy walking, you know, there's a few people, but there's no side, sidewalks are all covered. So he's, like, walking in the road, and he's, like, barely has a jacket on. I'm like, why is that guy walking? He must be something important. You know, we get up to him. He's, like, carrying something in his Zombie. hands. We get up to him. He's got a case of beer in each hand, walking down the street and, like, barely having a jacket on. I'm like, that guy has priorities. <laughs> so it was important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nearly a foot of snow. Like, cars barely keeping control. Literally, he's, like, in the road. So kind of dangerous. It was like, wow, that guy. And it was, but it was, like, Budweiser, too. So it's like, you know, I don't know. It seems, it seems well, like... they, Budweiser is trying to sell the fact in the commercial that they think they're better than uh, a whole bunch of these uh, small craft breweries now, which is insane. <laughs> well, maybe, Dan, you, you should have looked around for some cameras because maybe they're actually filming a commercial. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> 
That could have been it. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, it's cold as ice, thirty-four degrees, whatever they say. But, but yeah, <laughs> you will go through twelve inches of snow to get a case, yeah, or two. <laughs> and then, well, after that, but earlier this week, I ended up driving in the work, and I don't know what happened, but I ended up blowing a tire, which uh, sucked. So I had to like pull over middle of six ninety-five, which is a major highway in in Baltimore, and like change it in the freezing cold. Which was not fun whatsoever. So Oof. it was. Uh, I, I've gotten way too good at changing tires. <laughs> I've done it so much, but uh, Dan's like the NASCAR pit crews. Yeah, except so when it's really cold out, and it was just like it was awful. But uh, luckily, it was in a good location, so I could get over easily enough, and there was a lot of space like to change it. And my car is really small, so that helps. But really sucks though is like my apparently I'm the only like one of three people in my apartment, my neighborhood that own a shovel because. When we got all that snow, like no one knew how to shovel. There was a guy. My one neighbor was using his uh, the thing you know you use to get ice the, your ice scraper for your car to shovel out in like the his oh snow. <laughs> yes, it was insane. It was just people just didn't. This guy was using a broom. I went around and I literally shoveled for like three hours on the, the one Sunday, helping people because like no one knew how to shovel. And people, people, <laughs> my one neighbor was trying to get out. He couldn't. He was with his. Uh, his family, his wife, and his kid. He couldn't get out of a spot, and I was trying to help him. I had an extra shovel, and he and I gave him my extra shovel, and I was using my shovel, like trying to shovel him out. What he was doing was just taking the snow that was in his spot and putting it in the spot next to him. Like, no, that's not what you you can't you can't just make it worse for the guy next to you. Not, I don't think he saw snow before. He didn't. These people have no idea how blizzards work. Yeah, yeah, it was insane. It was like, but there were some interesting things that happened this week, and one of the more random short films, fan films that happened, uh, and and a lot of people are talking about it. We may even talk about it later for the Geek Power Rankings, but we got to start with it because it's one of the few things we all got to watch this week, and that is the. Insane Mighty Morphin Power Rangers fan film that was released by uh, Joseph Kahn earlier this week. The same guy that did Dirty Laundry a few years ago. Now is coming out with this fan film starring James Vanderbeek with this adult gritty version of Mor- Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you probably saw it. So I'm kind of curious what you guys thought of this uh, new version uh, or this new interpretation of the Power Rangers. Greg, would you like to go first? <laughs> uh, sure. I thought the acting was uh, really uh, well done. I liked James uh, Vanderbeek, and I also liked um, what the hell's her name? She was on Battlestar Galactica. Katie Sackhoff. Yeah, yeah, Katie, Katie Sackhoff. Uh, I thought she was really good. Everybody else that was acting were just okay for the most part. Um, I really didn't understand what was going on with the story, <laughs> to be quite honest. I'm like, what? Who, why, why is it? I don't want to. I don't want uh, to spoil <laughs> anything, but I was like, yeah. "Why is this happening to everybody?" Like, and I didn't understand what the dialogue that uh, James Vanderbeek and Katie Sackhoff were saying to each other. I'm like trying. I was trying to figure out what the hell they were even just talking about. I, I I'm not sure if I would just wasn't making a connection or something, or if I had a stroke. I could. I'll uh, get into why that might have happened. Okay. So yeah, but but otherwise it was an interesting concept. I thought they went I felt like they crossed it over with Transformers for some reason. <laughs> I liked the gritty post-apocalyptic uh, approach for it and I've been kind of a little sick of that cuz everybody's been doing post-apocalyptic. I I felt like 
Um, it's kind of been dying down now, I guess. But uh, I, felt, I felt like everybody was doing post-apocalyptic. But I found it kind of interesting concept. I liked the whole uh, taking it from a kid's show to this whole gritty feel going on. I thought they did all right with the costuming, but it also looked very weird. But you could definitely tell there it was giant influence from the, yeah. the old Power Rangers show. So that that was interesting um and they probably didn't have a lot of money to to do it too so uh, i i thought it was uh pretty good for being a, a youtube video it looked it looked gorgeous though chuck what did you think <laughs> it was okay <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't really crazy about it at all to be honest i mean th- there were good parts of it I, I spent the first few minutes thinking that james vanderbeek was jason yeah, that's just I was thing. thinking too. Just because he kind of looks like him, yeah. Like, I don't know. And uh, I guess I found out later that I guess he's Rocky, which was the Red Ranger that came after him, right? Sure. Yeah. But yeah, well, obviously, like at the one part they sort of talk about Jason, so then you know it's not him. But yeah. Um. So I was a little confused there, and like kind of like Greg, I was kind of confused what was going on, but I did recognize. Like they were talking about the Machine Empire, which were sort of the bad guys that kind of came after like Lord Zed and all them, which is probably around the time when we all stopped watching it, I'm guessing. (laughs) But that was so I kind of knew where they were coming from with that. It was a little bit of background there, but um, we get it. Chuck. You're smart. (laughs) You understood it all. You're so smart. Chuck. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'll let that go because you're really tired. But no, I'm kidding. (laughs) It was, I don't know, I thought it was kind of like, I mean, I don't mind them going in a different direction with it, but it was so, like, polar opposite of the Power Rangers we knew. Yeah. It was just like, like, culture shock, sort of. It's like, what? Like, Zach is, like, snorting cocaine? Like, what is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Well, one one thing I think is important when you watch this is actually reading the interview that Hitflix did with Joseph Kahn, the guy who directed it. One thing to consider is Joseph Kahn never watched Power Rangers and his entire purpose behind this, like you mentioned, Greg, like how everyone is going dark and gritty and like, that's like the thing. And that's what he was kind of trying to make fun of. Like it wasn't meant to be serious. It was meant to be more satirical. Like it was not uh, meant to be like uh like, Hey, this is great. He was trying to make it more of a joke out of it. And I don't think people, I didn't realize that until I read this article. Uh, one, I don't think it was nearly as, effective as as a satire it was like you like you said chuck it's just so out like polar opposite of of the the power rangers i i didn't know if they were playing the same characters it was and i was confused like you greg i watched it a few times so i was able to kind of better understand what was going on and i've kind of read about it but i think that's the most interesting thing about it is the fact that uh the guy who made it wasn't trying to like make wasn't trying to do it because he loves Power Rangers. He was trying to do it because to kind of make a joke of the whole need for everything to be dark and gritty. Like he he made a thing about like he said something to to, to the effect of I, I almost did a movie about about Barney making that really gritty, but there's no <laughs> lore, there's no lore there to kind of the to come out of. So I I did it with this. It's like you know there's people that talk to dinosaurs. How can you take them that seriously? So. I'll put the article in the show notes. So it gives you a completely different insight into like what he was trying to do. So knowing it's meant to be satirical, does that at all change your viewpoint of like what, how it was at all, Chuck? I know you, you weren't really a fan of it. 
yeah, I could kind of see that. Then, like, if they're sort of making fun of that whole uh, uh, trend of making things that dark, I, I could definitely see that. Like, I, I, everything's got to have drugs. Everything's got to have sex. Everything's got to have like shooting people in the head. Which I admit, like, I'm I sort of get sick of that stuff too all the time because it's like every movie has to have then in it to succeed, and that's totally not true. Like, you can do uh, really great things without putting those things in your movie so i can sort of see where that's coming from but uh i don't know like i guess that the article you mentioned sort of conflicts with some stuff that i read because like or maybe just in my mind conflicts because like what was the producer uh ad shankar or whatever like that something like that his name was there was like a an article that was talking about him how he put so much like heart and like belief into the these short films that he does and the punisher one you know he didn't do that for any any sort of pitch or any money or anything he did it because he loved it and everything so i sort of got the idea that he was doing this one for that reason but i guess that was totally not right what could have been more so you know the loving of the craft not necessarily i mean not that he dislikes the property more so that i don't know maybe that and also could be something where the producer and the director are different ideas of what they're trying to do but could be i actually also heard that uh vanderbeek got like uh credited with like as a, cro- a co-writer of this yeah yeah i heard that too that, that's probably where the only references to the actual power rangers came from because he probably <laughs> watched it as a kid <laughs> is that that change your viewpoint at all greg uh, no, because I was kind of seeing it uh, that way. I, I kind of felt it was a little bit over the top to be a little bit humorous. So I, it doesn't really change my, my opinion of it. I think they did a good job with it since for a fact that we know that's what they're going for now. Yeah. So I, I thought it was pretty decent. Yeah. And like you mentioned, it did look really impressive. Like the... The amount of stuff you can do now with like fan films or you know films in, on, for YouTube or whatnot—it's kind of insane. They had that one shot of the two Zords like fighting, like that looked pretty pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I wish they had a little bit more of like I don't I didn't understand why they weren't calling Zords in at all. That's probably the scene, Greg, where you had the uh, the Transformers link, right? Because those two things fighting really looked like uh, Michael Bay's Transformers. <laughs> well, it wasn't that. It was the fact, uh, like Dan said, we probably missed the part where they, after Lord Zed, where they had um, the machines thing. Because they kept saying the machines and the, the army of the uh, machines. Okay. So it was more of that than the the zords to be quite uh, honest because i i kind of figured they would go a little transformery with the the battles for what type of film it was but it yeah. was more of him talking about constantly saying the machines the machines the machines like okay <laughs> what's the machines they should just cross it over with like terminator and like <laughs> you know throw out some skynet references in there and stuff yeah, yeah, I didn't know what the machines were. I thought they meant the Zords. I guess that's something else, though. Yeah, I was. I can't remember when I stopped watching Power Rangers. I'm thinking, I think after the first movie or before the second movie is about when I stopped watching it. I can't remember. I stopped watching probably a little bit after um, Rita and Lord Zed got married. Oh, I didn't remember <laughs> that. <so. laughs> and the plot thickens. <laughs> <laughs> I I was watching I think I saw the first movie 
and I watched it up. I watched like quite a bit of like after Lord Zed and Rita got married and like, you know, Zed was pretty much calling the shots, but it was secretly Rita that was sort of like controlling him or something. Like she gave him a potion to fall in love with her, <laughs> but he was like, you know, sending all the monsters and stuff. And then after that, I kind of lost, you know, track of it and they had some different Rangers come in and I was like, well, for me, I just lost interest when they started changing actors and stuff, but I, I, I just couldn't understand why actors would want to leave that show and go on to better things. I mean, why not just stay your whole career doing Power Rangers? You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> why, why not be tied to that your entire life? I mean, you know. <laughs> But a lot of that, a lot of them, that was their entire life because a lot of them <laughs> actually did die in real life after the. Really? Yeah, Trini's dead. Um, really? Yeah, she she died. Wow. Oh, who else? Uh, but there's like a couple of them that did seriously die after after they uh, they crap. they they did the show, and also I I liked their um, reference to the, the the guy who played Billy Cranston was actually gay in real life and he was apparently getting ridiculed on the show and so uh, in the movie they had him coming out and they had him on the cover of Out magazine and so, so they had him being gay in the in the movie so I thought that was kind of an interesting thing that was kind of funny do you know was uh, the one guy that they showed very briefly I think he he uh, shot somebody was that supposed to be like bulk yeah. yeah, there was Bulk and Skull in there. Okay, I thought so. We're tired Peace. of you guys making fun of us. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, yeah. They sold them out to some cartel and they got killed or something. Like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it was pretty much like the it's like Breaking Bad meets the Power Rangers. It was the skinniest bulk I have ever seen in my entire life. He was on meth, you know. <laughs> oh, okay, that that makes sense then. Meth mouth. <laughs> I guess at first I didn't at all think it was satirical because they do have that movie that's in the works that is supposed to be coming out in the for a few years it's supposed to be like a live action like full for, big budget power rangers movie so i almost thought like this was supposed to be in line with that but clearly it isn't so so much so i think uh saban is trying to get them to stop like you know trying to get the movie shut down and removed from everything cause yeah that'll do it because it's like do you not know how the internet works it's like trying to yeah, yeah trying to um, stop a a flood by putting your finger on like the one on a hole or something like that. Put your put your gum in the crack in the dam. <laughs> That'll fix it. But did you happen to see? Did you guys happen to see that? Uh, 
like Jason David Frank's comments about this movie. Yeah, he wasn't a big fan of it from what I what Yeah, I read. and and I saw that before I watched it. So that sort of reinforced my belief that this was for real. Yeah. Cuz I sort of read what he said and he's like, you know, uh I I don't like all the cussing and and the drugs and the sex and all this other stuff. He's like I'm more of a PG-13 guy. And like this property, this Power Rangers property is a, a very kid oriented thing and you're just growing it up way too fast in this one leap and after i watched it i'm like yeah you know he's right like the, i i really agree with him on this and and then you know when you talked about your article dan that's it's like okay apparently he didn't know that <laughs> i don't <laughs> that think either, anyone did was... satire is hard like it's hard to do satire like really great satire tends to be like Mom, if he... porn does it all the time dan <laughs> can't porn be that does. hard <laughs> that's true I'm sure there's a Power Ranger Power Rangers porn out there someplace. Uh but <laughs> oh, gosh. oh man, I don't want to see what that Zord would look like. <laughs> Zordan! Zordan! <laughs> but <laughs> I think like satire is hard. Like usually you have to be like equal part part of the thing you're making fun of or not making fun of, but you know, satirizing and like also somewhat comedic. And I don't think there were some moments where it's I was like, this seems kind of almost funny especially the scenes with the yeah. guy doing like drugs like hard drugs and like you know that i love i loved his 80s exercise video yeah that, that was pretty funny too so it was hard yeah so i should have known it was over the top too because like in that scene where he's like you know snorting the coke you see the two girls making out in the background on the bed and stuff <laughs> and i i should have known like this is way too far like over the top like <laughs> Yeah, they pretty much did everything you possibly could. You know, you have drugs, you got like mass. The dude gets like mowed down. Jason gets mowed down in a blaze of gunfire. Yeah. So apparently, like you know, machine guns are standard issue for Power Rangers now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That whole truck gets destroyed by bullets, but Katie yeah. Sackoff completely fine. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Another I kind of like what they what they did with his like uh, like shield thing that's on, on for Tommy. Oh like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Definitely. an energy construction. Yeah. So I think there's actually kind of some things they could pull out of that that would actually, you know, and use maybe not as intense. Because there have been a lot of fan films for Power Rangers. And not I don't think any has been as high production as this. but Or have James Vanderbeek, which is <laughs> crazy. Which is when I started watching it, I'm like, is that James Vanderbeek? <laughs> I was, it is James Vanderbeek. JVDB. <laughs> not to be confused with JCVD. <laughs> they probably could have got JCVD. You got nothing else to do. <laughs> Doing an epic split. <laughs> One thing I was gonna say is the the costumes were pretty terrible. Like yeah. The, yeah. the suits they looked like styrofoam like Halloween costumes. Well they they definitely ultra padded uh, that up so he could take hits and Yeah, yeah. and like the, the designs weren't even straight like on the chest and stuff. Like <laughs> and the they helmets were, all... were kinda cool. They were all ultra dirty as well. Yeah. yeah. The helmets were cool because the, you know, they were bulletproof. That that part was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> one, Dan, when you were talking about like funny parts, I, I thought when, uh, when Rita revealed herself, I was kind of laughing at that part. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, that's Rita. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it just looked okay. funny. I th yeah. I think the dubbing for her should have been worse at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz it was always really bad on the show. Yeah. Oh man. All righty. Well, 
uh, enough of the Power Rangers, at least for now. So, Chuck, I know you've been you've also caught up with a real movie, unlike, you know, that's uh, not just a fan film. Well, real movie is a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see what I mean in a minute. But this is a movie that sort of uh, probably belonged on my list of shame. And I've sort of seen parts of it, but I never like sat down and watched it all. And uh, that's uh, none other than Escape from New York. Nice. I, nice. I, I enjoyed that movie. <laughs> I will say the the first one, I it was pretty cool. I, I enjoyed seeing uh, Lee Van Cleef in there, who Greg will probably know from some Clint Eastwood yeah. westerns and yep. stuff. So that and cool. Gunsmokes and a whole bunch of other westerns. Yeah, yeah, he was a big western guy back in the day. I was kind of surprised to see him in in this sort of movie, but you know, hey, it was 1981. Everybody was trying new things, so. <laughs> Ernest Borgnine was in there, kind of played his usual self. So, um, but I, I, I really loved the concept of it as like New York City being one big prison. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Like, I never really, uh, I don't think anybody's really tackled anything like that before. But the whole movie, though, felt like empty. Like, it just, <laughs> like, it was sort of a decent plot. But, you know, it, Kurt Russell tried kind of to be like Clint Eastwood in a way, like, you know, very short, like succinct dialogue and, you know, but it just kind of ends up falling flat, like for some reason, like it's, but it's not really his fault. I don't think it, I think it's more of like, it's more of like the script and just how they wrote the movie. And and the other thing is like, they, they sort of try to make him into this like super badass action hero and everything, but like people get the advantage on him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like he ends up like, you know, in the beginning, like he's acting tough and they inject those things into his neck and he gets, uh, he gets shot in the leg by the one guy and he almost gets his the crack crap kicked out of him in that, uh, that wrestling match with that huge guy and stuff. He just like, he, I didn't buy him as like this huge action hero. Cause he wasn't as like untouchable as you've seen in those, those corny eighties uh, action movies. So it was kind of interesting, but that's, I guess I don't know. I I love Snake Plissken. He's like one of my favorite characters. Oh really? I, I can I can see him not like being untouchable. But I guess what I kind of like about him, he's almost like he's like wiry, and maybe he isn't the toughest guy or the most skilled guy in the room. But he just kind of gets the job done. Yeah, like I like his attitude for sure. Like, and it it feels like that's what they tried to focus on more than anything. Like that, you know, just that cocky sort of uh, swagger or whatever. But yeah. And I think that was a little bit before the time you got to the invincible Iron Man of uh, the 1980s where, like, you just had one dude take it down the entire Vietnam Army with one gun or something like that. Yeah. A little bit more subdued before we got to that craziness. Plus, I think that movie was also a little bit satirical as well. Oh, yeah. Like, John Carpenter has that certain style to him that I, I, I do enjoy quite a bit. I think that's what happens with the third one, the, the, the sequel where it loses all that, and he does become that, like, unstoppable, like, war, kind of really too cheesy yeah, with the, the with the, the sequel. Yeah. Talking about, like, the, the ending of the first one, like, uh, with the whole tape, the tape switch and everything, it just seemed like that subvert, subverted the entire, like, plot of the movie. Like, it took away the gravity of the situation because, like, okay, we need this help to, like, prevent this nuclear, like, war, but then he switches it out. And it's like, okay, does that mean the war happens and everyone annihilates each other? And okay, yeah, maybe you're supposed to like use your imagination, but it sort of just made your entire adventure pretty much moot. Like, 
There's no <laughs> point for like saving the president at all. That was kind of funny. Kind of a we I would have seen like to seen a little bit different ending to it, but like the rest of rest of the movie I really enjoyed. Like they didn't try to overdo their special effects or every anything. Like it was just you know, it was shot pretty well for like what they're trying to do. And then you get to the second one and it's just like terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you don't love the, the, Oh, it's not snowboarding, but, uh, surfing, surfing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The surfing scene looked awesome. The tsunami scene. (laughs) Oh man. He jumps onto Steve Buscemi's car. Like, yeah. (laughs) What the frig? How about when he's, uh, he was in that submarine in the beginning and that shark comes up out of nowhere out of the bottom it looked like an old like video game or something (laughs) this looked horrible yeah but like the ending of that one was really good though you remember like the remember the hologram thing they all thought he was really standing there and like he used the hot like that ending was the sort of thing i was looking for in the first one i'm like that was awesome (laughs) so like if you combine the two like you have a pretty awesome movie (laughs) because like one's strong in the beginning and the other strong at the end so yeah, this is kind of funny, but I yeah, I do. It reminds me of like Terminator Three, which like the movie itself is not great, but I love the ending. So. Yeah, and it that that sort of uh, saves it because you're like, wow, it was an awesome ending, and you know that's what you remember when you walk away from it. But I I do agree. I, I do like Snake Plissken a great deal. Um, the lines and stuff that they gave him were sort of memorable, and you know, everyone saying like, I thought you were dead, and um. <laughs> You know, it's someone would always say his name and he would always say the opposite one. You know, he'd be like, call me Snake. Or the guy would be like, hey, Snake. He's like, my name's Pliskin. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, that was cool. He he was a good character. And like Greg said, if they were trying to be a little bit satirical with that, that that makes a little bit more sense, too. But I, I had heard a rumor that they were trying to do a remake of that. Yeah, they've been talking about it for a while. They talked about doing a sequel, like a third one. And I guess, you know, Kurt Russell's too old. He doesn't want to do it. But they've been talking about doing a sequel for some time or be doing a remake for some time. Yeah, I had heard that they were in talks with Gerard Butler to play Snake Plissken. Hmm. Now, obviously not much has come of that since then, but yeah. it's an interesting that, thought to ponder. Yeah, that, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, you know, he's, he's kind of a similar... Uh, kind of actor, I guess you would say. Not that I, I'm saying Gerard Butler is as good as Kurt Russell, but it's kind of a similar feel to them. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could, I, I think you could do a lot worse than that. And John Carpenter movies have been remade before, like the yeah, the remake of Assault and Precinct Precinct Thirteen, which is not a horrible movie, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> you know, it, it has its moments, but. There's a lot of John Carpenter movies I still need to catch up with, mostly this horror films and, uh, but yeah, I, and I love uh, I love his scores, especially for Escape from New York. I love the because he does all the music himself. Yeah. And he's a really underrated composer. And yeah, I, I love that. I love the theme song in the first one. Yeah, like, yeah, that's that's really awesome. Like I left, I just let the credits roll through the whole thing, just like <laughs> music. Like this is pretty cool, actually. Yeah, he. He was really almost like a renaissance man when it came to movies, but I don't know. He's not done much lately, unfortunately. Yeah. But the last thing he did was not very good. <laughs> but, but all right. Anything else before we take a break? I'm done. All righty. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be talking about what is the biggest and the best things currently in the world of geekdom as we count down the geek power ranking. So we will see you in a bit. 
every week on the Incession Film Podcast, you can expect to hear reviews on all of the latest movies, big films, small films, and everything in between. We'll also do top three segments relating back to our main review. We discuss all of the latest movie news and rumblings, as well as have movie series and other fun segments. And we always talk about the films that we're watching and why you should watch them or not watch them as well. If you want to learn more about the Incession Film Podcast, check us out online at IncessionFilm.com. You can hear our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, and so much more. In fact, you can listen to everything we have straight from our website. Again, that is IncessionFilm.com. Download our podcast, check us out, and come join us every week. We'd love to hear from you. All right, and welcome back. And way back when, on September 23rd, we did the first edition of the Geek Power Rankings, where we looked at the world of geekdom and tried to determine, well, if you were going to rank the biggest things in geekdom, what would they be? Think of, like, the NFL Power Rankings meets the what's trending on Twitter and kind of combining both of those into one unique list. So after doing that on September 23rd, we kind of we got our top 10. And at that time, this was our top 10. At number one was Guardians of the Galaxy. Number two, Batman. And that included all the Batman stuff. Batman versus Superman and all that insanity. Destiny, Pop the Video Game. Uh, Pop Vinyls, Greg's favorite toy. (laughs) Star Wars Episode Seven, Arrow, Age of Ultron. Wolverine at number eight. At number nine, Deadpool. And at number ten, Doctor Who. And looking at this list, I I think there's a few... That I, I would think that, you know, after, I guess, six months or so, we could we could say, you know, that their time has come and gone. And I don't think they're necessarily ones we are nearly talking about as, as much as they as they once were. And I think we may want to start at the top and say, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy was huge last year. But I think that, you know, that's kind of come and gone. and We've moved on. Would would you guys agree of maybe saying, you know, maybe at this moment in time? that Guardians of the Galaxy would not be in the top 10. Yeah, I agree, because it was a really great movie. There is buzz about the second one, but we're so far out that it's it's not the the main item on the list. Chuck, what about you? Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I think it's sort of uh, faded into the shadows now as some other things are taking its place. All right. So looking at number two, not saying that this would definitely be in top 10, but are we thinking Batman has a better more a bigger argument like the the then the be in the top 10 or do we think also you know that was the 75th anniversary you had a lot of rumors going on at that time uh you had the video game well coming out now you just had a trailer drop today about the video game so are we thinking batman has an argument to be in the top 10 but do you, or like guardians he should be out um I, I mean i don't i'm not hearing too much batman stuff i heard a little bit about the new Arkham video game that's coming out, but I don't know. It's you know, it's enough to keep it in the top ten per se. What about you? Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, all I've heard about is the Arkham video game, and uh, I I think we've moved on to other DC characters, um, other franchises that will be coming out other than Batman. So I think he's kind of died out. All right, looking at number three. So we're already number one and two off the board. Looking at number three, Destiny, the video game, when we did the podcast, that's when it was selling record-breaking amounts of copies. Now I'm 
not a gamer, but I went through a lot of the gaming boards, checked out, you know, what people are talking about. Not many talking about Destiny. We even had the Geekast Video Awards and wasn't even nominated by the fans for Best Video Game. So are we also saying keeping the trend going and removing Destiny as well? Or, uh, Greg, I know you probably play more games than in, than Chuck and I. Well, or do you think there's an argument for it? I know it's not a great deal, but still more than yeah. Yeah, um, I've, I haven't played anything in a while. Uh, I, I still have to update to PlayStation 4 because I'm still on PlayStation 3. But I listen to, like, the indoor kids, um, and I, I listen to a lot of podcasts where the hosts like video games. And I've heard talk of it, and they haven't really praised it at all. It, it, it seems like uh, something that's a bit lackluster, and they're kind of on to other things as being a part of a, a technological uh uh nerd freak out um it, it comes quick and leaves quick uh doesn't stick around for too long like technology we're on to the next thing um so i i definitely think that's out the window all right move i think this is the one that has a chance of staying and that is the infamous pop vinyls you know their popularity is pretty maintained do we think they still have it? There's a good chance it would make. I, I, I ordered eight last night. <laughs> <laughs> Greg alone. <laughs> Entertainment Earth had a sale of buy three, get the fourth free. So I got a whole bunch of them. Um, so it took my, advantage of that deal twice. Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> of course I did. That's all right. Yeah, it, it, in my mind, they're still around, but I, I think it, I see it a lot more with going to conventions, and I seriously haven't been to a convention in a while, which I can't wait to get to a convention. I tried to get Comic-Con tickets. I missed out. Kind of sad about that. Oh, wow. uh, hopefully, I could do some other stuff. Hopefully, we'll do Baltimore this year, or maybe I could do New York at some point. But um, yeah, I, I haven't really heard much talk of, of pop vinyls i'm not really sure what's going on in that world they just had the toy fair and there was uh, i saw funko uh tweet out uh, all the stuff that was going on at toy fair thing and uh, there seemed to like they had a lot of stuff coming out so i i I wouldn't say pop vinyls necessarily but maybe uh if we could change that to funko themselves because they have the reaction figures they have a whole bunch of different lines coming out now so so maybe if we change it from Pop Vinyl to the main company of Funko, it could stay. Right. Chuck, do you agree with that, or what do you? What do you yeah, think? I would agree with that because I was going to bring up the Toy Fair thing too, where they sort of uh, revealed a lot of their stuff, and you know, you could sort of see the the pulse of that sort of spike again, so to speak. So it was funny because the other day I was in Toys R Us and I was looking at one of the Funko reaction figures. It was <laughs> of uh, Snake Plissken. So yeah, they just came out with those. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they yeah, also I, came out with the Fifth Element ones, which I'd be really interested in too, because uh, nice. that's got kind of a cult status in my heart. Nice, very cool. All right, so we definitely we have Funko listed as a possibility. Moving down the list from last time, after that was Star Wars Episode Seven. You know, we had things released. It was in the ethos at Star Wars, and I'm similar to Funko. This is my idea: changing this from Star Wars to Episode Seven, Justice. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Star Wars? With Marvel getting the Star Wars license and how those comics have kind of exploded in popularity again, uh, at least sales-wise. I know the overall quality has been, some people said it's dipped, but it's, you know, Darth Vader comic out was huge setting records so i don't know what is, what are the thought process is there do we agree maybe changing it from episode seven just to star wars and seeing yeah, where i went? could see changing it to star wars because i've been seeing that the the darth vader comic is pretty popular so i think you're kind of alluding to that so i i, I could definitely see that yeah i i could see doing that um yeah i don't think the movie is quite as um revered as it once was as many people salivating about it uh, there hasn't been much mentioned but i I definitely think between the comics and a little bit of the movie that that it 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 can it can stay as uh just star wars i think with the movie that that there's a lot of speculation going on because like abrams like isn't really releasing any information <laughs> so everybody's sort of just waiting in anticipation like what is happening in this movie yeah we just had that one trailer and that was kind of like it i think yeah yeah and you know what's probably gonna happen is like when this is released that's when the next trailer is gonna come out and, and it'll explode <laughs> uh, but all right moving down the list again to arrow and when we did this that was right before arrow was released but it was still huge and that that was when arrow was supposed to come out on Netflix, but it didn't, and it caused an uproar, which was like the first time that's ever happened. But now it's in its season, you know, going strong, questionably. But uh, I'm, I'm thinking this one has to be, you know, Chuck, coming from you, I, I would assume that we'd have to at least include this someplace. Um, I'm going to go with a surprise and say no. I, I think it could probably drop off the top ten. Uh, what What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I am a totally different Jordan person. Twitter <laughs> getting smartphones, <laughs> turning on Arrow. Chuck is very upset that they haven't sponsored us yet. <laughs> no, I just uh, oh. let me propose a countermeasure. Okay. So I'm not completely turning my back on the on these uh, WB franchises. I say we we possibly substitute the Flash instead of Arrow because I think right now. Uh, the I, flashes. I was seeing Chuck doing this when he said no arrow. <laughs> I'm like, he's gonna try and insert flash in in its place. Yeah, I'm just you know, I'm taking out X and putting in Y. That's all, you know. <laughs> um, but I think, like, I think we talked a little bit about this last week too. But you know, arrows kind of dropped off just a little bit, um, maybe a lot bit for some people. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's sort of getting good now, but I could definitely see like the first half of the season was pretty slow. But the Flash is like really stirring up a lot of new fans. Like people are asking questions about him, and you know what's what's what was he like in the comics, and who's this Flash guy? And I'm seeing like a lot of positive Flash stuff. I, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm alone in that, but maybe at least the bottom ten, I I would think we could stick him in there. I don't know. Uh, Greg, I know you haven't watched the Flash, but I you know I know you're kind of at least aware of the reaction to it. Would you uh, agree that it yeah, was... from from what. Chuck is saying Chuck has the the superior um, stance uh, because of his superior knowledge. Uh, once I have a again. stance. Yeah, uh, in in 
his outlook on, on all things Flash and uh, Arrow. So I, I'm going to concede to whatever Chuck says on this topic. <laughs> yeah, I would 100 agree because, like you said, Chuck, I think Fla- like I think every, there's almost a unanimous opinion that Flash is maybe not unanimous. That's kind of strong, but a lot of talk about Flash and a lot of people are really I don't know. It the ratings are insane and much better than Arrow, and it's sustained that, and I think it's been pretty solid. So. I agree. I think it. I think actually, I I might have even say it's higher than, you know, bottom top ten. I think it has arguably in the top in the top oh, well, five. Okay. Uh, considering its rating and and its overall fan reaction, so and the fact that it did pretty well in the Keycast Radio Awards. Yeah. So. And for some reason, a lot of people seem to love Grant Gustin. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's from it's from you know yeah. and he and he had a singing <laughs> scene on the Flash so. You know, maybe they brought some fans there with the crossover. So. <laughs> My wife was not a fan of that. She's like, they have to act like he can't sing, and you know he can't <laughs> sing. And it's 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 kind of funny though, because you know the guy who plays the police detective, like his like you know surrogate father, oh, basically. Yeah. He was uh, original cast member, original originally on the uh, from Rent. You know, he was in the first uh, cast oh. from Rent, so he's also a really great oh, singer. So I'm just waiting for some musical episode of flash so. <laughs> flash dance <laughs> <laughs> nice flash, uh flash dance flash that mob. would be awesome <laughs> all right moving on to the next one and similar to star wars this was also about a movie that hasn't come out yet but i think there's maybe a little bit more argument with it coming out sooner and we're getting more information on this. A trailer or poster was just revealed recently, and that is Age of Ultron. That was number seven last year. Do we still think it, it is going, it remains within this top ten? Uh, I, I would think so. Um, it, that every step of the way is when we get a little bit closer, we get something else. We get a little bit closer, we get something else. So they keep feeding us and keeping us interested. And then also... Uh, something else that maybe we we could think about putting on is um, like a subscription subscription. Uh, um, I had the word and I just lost it. The subscription based platform for things. Uh, so they have like the Mar- Marvel collector core and they have it based around uh, age of Ultron uh, coming out. So they have different things like the, the Iron Man Hulkbuster Funko pop vinyl coming out for that. So, okay. And that's also another good reason for Funko is because they're one of the the main partners with Marvel in in that venture. So I think we could include it and then also include um, subscription based. um, I I don't know, uh, like Loot Crate is it Nature Box and you hear it on a lot of podcast advertising, these subscription based platforms. Yeah, that actually was on my list of one to talk about too, Greg. That, that you brought up, like the Loot Crate and the you know, the the subscription boxes that have kind of exploded in the past year, where you're getting, you know, Marvel's doing their own now, and it seems like it's like every little thing has their little box. Yeah, because there's want. there's also a grooming one that I've seen an advertisement for that on uh, TV. It was it was an ad, um, which I've never. Yeah, there's the there's a Dollar Shave. There's there's another one that I just saw yeah. too. It's got you can get stuff for a man type of box. You can get a woman type of box, and there's like this neon <laughs> sign behind them. I forget what the. Apparently, it wasn't a great commercial because I don't remember the name of the the the, 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 <laughs> the, the company. The Dollar Shave commercials are freaking hilarious. <laughs> the one, <laughs> they tase the old guy. I freaking love that thing. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, so we have Age of Ultron definitely staying, and we have collector sets. You, I'm guessing, Chuck, you agree with that, that collector sets, month, monthly subscription boxes, I guess we would call them, uh, belong in the, the po- possibility of them being in the top ten for geek. Um, I could see that. I guess I'll defer to you guys on that because I definitely think you know more about them at, than me at this point because <laughs> I haven't really been following um, that sort of thing. But yeah, I would, uh, I'll defer to you guys and then I'll agree also in the, the Age of Ultron because it just seems like uh, you know with the poster released and the anticipation is really building with that. So we're like less than two months away here. Alrighty. Um, next on the list, number eight, last sign was Wolverine. That's when the death of Wolverine was occurring, and that was a huge, almost you know, main national news, real news. Uh, are we thinking this one could be taken off since that story has come and gone? The reboot of Marvel Universe is occurring, and you know he's dead, so <laughs> people aren't talking about him. So I don't know. What what's the what are you guys thinking for this one? Uh, I'm just gonna go agreed. All right, so we're moving, taking Wolverine off the list. <laughs> and next number nine was Deadpool. I'm also thinking we could probably take Deadpool off. Or uh, uh, there, there's there's because... been some uh, casting rumors, oh, so yes. I think that that That's... might maybe keep it in the same spot. That's like number nine, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Nine. So it, it might be there. It might be just a little bit outside the top ten, depending on what's going on. So I I, I might keep that. I I will um, agree on that one, but the I, I did want to mention that story about the Hugh Jackman. He wants to play him till he dies now, which <laughs> which is pretty freaking awesome. Um, you know, maybe not enough to keep him in the top ten, but it was pretty awesome uh, headline <laughs> in and of itself. <laughs> I can't imagine a you know seventy year old Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine. That's pretty awesome. But um. <laughs> Hey, open Logan. Yeah, you know, they might be able to do that eventually, you know, because Jeremy Renner, they (laughs) could have Hawkeye with a gray beard or something. I I think they're supposed to be coming out with another old man Logan comic, by the way. Or I think it's supposed to be he's supposed to be involved in Battleworld or whatever that is. They should have some like some different characters, though. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. All righty. Last number 10 last time was Doctor Who. And I, that I'm thinking we could maybe remove. I know that the Doctor doesn't seem like this the past Doctor Who season was as uh, popular as it once yeah, was. Yeah, plus we had or, Peter Capaldi coming into the role, so there was a lot of intrigue yeah. about whether how he was going to do in the role and everything. And I, he's he's now uh, firmly established, even though I haven't seen him yet as the Doctor. Um, I think the only bit of news to come out of that would be. Um, the companion and I am drawing a blank. I am so sorry, people. Uh, people are probably yelling at this at their uh, computers right now or listening devices coming up with the name. But she was uh, was going to come out halfway through the season, but then decided to stay. So there was stuff, a little something going on there, but I don't think it was of uh, too too big of interest. Interesting. All right. And okay, so now we, like if we. Look at what we have now so far. We have six possibilities from with the addition of Funko, uh, Star Wars, The Flash, Age of Ultron, monthly collector slats, and possibility of Deadpool. So now the question is, what new has been coming out that we could possibly add in here? And I wanted to start with one we just talked about, and that is the Power Rangers movie that just was released. <laughs> and... <laughs> 
And I mean, right now, I think this is the biggest thing. Not, I'm not, not saying this would be number one in the power rankings because it's not just like today or this week. But I think this definitely belongs in the top ten because it, it's what everyone's talking about. It's huge. You know, you have, you know, p- potential lawsuits. The start. It's every geek website has this as one of their top stories. So I do think it does belong here someplace. I don't know what you guys do. I don't know. I think once it dies down a little bit, it'll be kind of a flash in the pan. Um, but we could definitely leave it as an option. Chuck, what do you think? Yeah, I I definitely agree with what Greg said. Um, but if we're if we're doing a cross section as of right now, I I would say it has to be in the discussion at least. All right. So at least write it down as a maybe for now. Uh, were there anything else that you guys could think of that I know? Greg, you already brought up the monthly subscriptions and Chuck, anything, and you mentioned Flash, anything else we are thinking that you know, we should be, you know, that's kind of popular in the world of Geek. I, right had, uh, I had three ideas. Okay. Um, I hope I don't step on anybody's toes here, but... Um, it's a podcast, we're through Skype, so you'll be okay. <laughs> I um, step on everybody's that's a bad toes. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad joke. I, that's probably, well, that might go down as a history of one of the worst jokes in talking in circles. Which is an achievement, especially by myself. <laughs> I missed it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I guess the first one I'd propose would be um, uh, Supergirl. Talking about mm-hmm. the uh, Supergirl TV show. They've been doing some casting. They have some some a lot of news coming out there. And I I really should have looked this up. Maybe, maybe Greg, our looker-upper, can look up who they got to play Supergirl, but... She was also on Glee. I know that much because that's what they had to do now. I don't, I don't remember her to... name, but I did see um, – I, I don't know how I got to it, but there was definitely something where they're like, oh, and here's Supergirl, and here's a picture of her naked. So <laughs> I don't know how I got to it. I searched Google. <laughs> Supergirl naked. Um... I don't know. I, I think you're definitely bringing up a good point. You know, there's a lot of casting there. I think if it would be, it'd probably be in, in, the, in the bottom ten because – I don't know if, if Supergirl has a huge audience to begin well, with, but I uh, I could see its popularity. And the fact that it's not on CW, which is a weird thing to say, <laughs> the fact that it's not on CW. And, uh, her name is uh, Melissa uh, Benoit, I guess it is, because it's got a random S in there for some reason. But I think it's uh, I think it's this Melissa Benoit, B-E-N-O-I-S-T. Interesting. She's cute. But yeah, I <laughs> I think... I don't know. I, I could see the possibility. I would say bottom 10. I don't know. Greg, what do you think? Yeah, I'd, I'd say we could do bottom 10 for right now. I would like her on top, but it's an even worse joke than dance. Um, <laughs> okay. A good old-fashioned old bad joke. Though, so. Okay, quick counterpoint, which probably won't make a difference, but what about the the headline that they're looking for a Superman to appear in the show? I just saw that as I was looking her up. <laughs> that, I did see that. And it may create a bit of a buzz that, there. Yeah, and they might do Cyborg, Bat, you know, Superman. And there might be some possibility of crossover. So that would be pretty huge if Superman came to TV. Like, in, in that, you know, that would be pretty cool. I'm guessing it'd probably be more like so. just Clark Kent. I don't know if they'd uh, have on there. But who knows? If they have the rights to Supergirl, they could probably do Superman pretty easily. Yeah. But. That makes it just worse yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I definitely think it, that at least gives it more credibility. So. Nice. 
All right. You said you had another one? Too? Um, I did. And I think you guys will agree with this one a little bit more, maybe. Uh, I would say Daredevil. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. You know, we had we had a trailer come out a few weeks ago. A lot of a lot of things coming about coming out about the Netflix show. So, any even you know, generating some uh, some discussion and some distaste about the costume and some arguments and stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> something that's sort of buzzing yes. right now. Yeah, and they're yeah, and they're just released like a an interview with him. So. 100% agree regarding Daredevil. That definitely belongs in the top 10. It was, I had it on my list as well to, to discuss for today. Um, one, one I thought you might bring up, Chuck, which I thought I was surprised you didn't, but I think you have to include it because it is one of the, it's the biggest show on TV right now that isn't based on a comic, and that's The Walking Dead. Okay. Uh, you okay. know, it is, it gets better ratings than any, anything on cable. Uh, you know, it, it's almost unanimously talked about. Like I go on Facebook on a Sunday night. I know it's going to be talked about. I go to any geek website. It's going to be the top review of that day. So I think it is probably the most talked about TV show at this moment. And that's at least currently on. So I don't know what you guys think about that. What's it called? Walking dead. I don't think I ever heard it. Yeah. The, the, walking oh, the dead. Walking they, dead. they kept the, the, yeah. Yeah. Unlike Facebook, they kept the, the. Oh. yeah. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of that. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I I would agree with that. I I think uh especially since like you're getting into like towards the end of the season now and like things are going to be happening like presuming they're going to leave you in a big cliffhanger again. So I could see that going in the top 10 there maybe. All right. And Greg, what about you? Do you uh, agree? Sure, I haven't really been keeping up on it, so I'll, I'll <laughs> rely on your uh two opinions. What's the what's the last season you watched? <laughs> Probably three. I don't know. Okay, all right, interesting. I know the last few episodes people haven't. It was going really strong there for a while, but then like I think the last two have kind of people didn't love. It's going to go in a different direction if it goes based upon the comics soon. So I'm kind of curious how it goes out, but I definitely think it's really still talked about. Um, this one I'm not sure about. Uh, there's not much upon it, but an image was released and it became like kind of a a hugely debated topic, and that was Aquaman. I don't know if you guys saw the first image of the new Aquaman by Jason. Oh Barr. yeah, I was, yeah. I was actually going to bring that one up, possibly. <laughs> yeah that that was quite a stir uh, with the image, but it's it's almost seemed like it's sort of faded already. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Aquaman would. <laughs> it's like oh cool, yeah, well it's Aquaman. <laughs> oh, beard. Oh. <laughs> What's wrong with beards, Dan? I did see. <laughs> Nothing. I I've I have not shaved since last Sunday. So I, you know, uh, it was funny. I saw someone post it. It was a pretty cool image of the Aquaman poster next to like a comic book cover that looked like the almost identical from like the two thousands or nineties. Cool. So definitely, uh, they're definitely going with the, that look. They're definitely pulling off. A, about... Definitely pulling off a badass look for Aquaman. But uh, whether or not they could change the the public perception of that character, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another one I was thinking we were talking about the role of comics, and to me, this is one of the bigger comic book stories that have happened in the last few years. So I think it does belong in the top ten, and that's the, you know, the Secret Wars slash these Marvel possible reboot that's occurring. That I still mean, you know, having huge ramifications of how Marvel is going to be going. So I, 
And I know there's been a lot of people who've hated the idea. Some people like us, like we talked about it a few episodes ago, so we won't go in great detail. But does that belong in the top ten? The Marvel Secret Wars slash reboot? I think you maybe have to put it in there because it's like the Marvel Universe is coming to an end. Yeah. I know, like, I haven't been paying a whole lot of attention to, like, the stories coming out because uh, it's a lot of just, like, it's a lot of fluff right now, kind of just sort of trying to make the sell with it. It seems like they're really trying to, you know, push the concept of it and stuff. But um, there's definitely a lot coming out about it. And, you know, people are talking about what's going to happen and how things are going to go down. So. Cool. All right. I'll at least write it down for now. All righty. Uh, what else do we have listed here? So we talked about that one. How about this trailer was came out a few. We talked about this a few weeks ago as well. This almost already came and died already. So this might not belong. But the Fantastic Four trailer in that movie. Andy, I know it's mostly been negative uh, reaction by fans. But does that belong here, Greg? Do you think? I don't know. I, I feel like it is getting a lot of reaction. But I feel like I'm basing more my opinion on... Uh, my opinion of the movie itself because yeah. I, don't, I don't really care. Um, <laughs> I, I seriously that's, don't. Yeah, that's kind of the that's just almost the yeah the reaction I'm getting from a lot of people. But so. but there is a lot of talk about it, so maybe it's a possibility. But maybe my opinion is just um, skewing. Yeah, Chuck. Any any uh, any thoughts on this one? I would say. Uh... I would say it kind of seems like it's faded off already. Yeah. yeah like it, there wasn't really anything to supplement it. So like that came after it. So I don't know. All righty. Uh, just a few more that we can get this one created. And that is Agent Carter. It just Ooh. gave its last episode. You know, I definitely feel like it's got much more positive reaction than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, and Greg, I know you were keeping up there for I, a while. So I you're keeping saw up with it on show. demand and I watched nice. uh, the second to last one and then I watched the last one so I am don't say anything <laughs> uh, I, I thought it was actually pretty decent uh, how they did everything uh, definitely a, a, a shocker uh, towards the end which I think would get people talking um, I'm not sure how it's doing out in the the worlds of people are talking about it or not, but I definitely thought it was a, so this is, this is the opposite of, of the, our, our last discussion <laughs> here. Um, so, so I, I think it can maybe skew in the top 10 a little bit, but since it's kind of over now, I think it's going to die off quickly. Um, so. I, the ratings haven't been hugely fantastic. They've been good, but not great. Nothing really, not even, you know, probably level of the flash. So that's, has it going against it, but I don't know. Chuck, have you been keeping up with it as well? I have. Um, I I did not see the very last episode yet. I was busy for whatever reason, but and I I meant to watch it tonight or tomorrow. So, um, but I I'm really really enjoying Agent Carter like way more than Agents of Shield. I just think it's it's done so much better. Like just the the plot is like ridiculous like it gets pretty thick at times and it's really enjoyable and like greg said the some twists and stuff in there towards the end so and they, and they do really make a, a good they do put a nice little end cap on her whole being a woman and not being appreciated kind of thing 
Yeah. Cool. All right. So we'll, we'll we'll at least put it here for now and see and see how it goes. And last one, I and I this one I know probably has no shot, but I just I just want to talk about it because it's good news. And I think it's one we actually talked about during Seagull Reboot in the story way back when. And that's news that DuckTales is coming back. I saw that. In 2017. You know, I know it's, it didn't get a huge buzz, but, you know, I thought it was kind of cool. So I thought I would just throw it out there. Woo! And weirdly, so it's like Inspector Gadget and a few other shows are coming out on Netflix, which is kind of wow. weird. But... The new Inspector Gadget on Netflix looks super creepy. It just looks really creepy. <laughs> All right, so I think I think we're good on the amount. We actually have a good amount here to kind of whittle down. So to me, the question now becomes: All right, now we got to try to order this. And a few of the ones we have listed to me come out or heads and not heads and shoulders, but certainly a little bit more prominent than others. And the ones that I think are rather strong are The Walking Dead, considering how popular it is. Flash, considering how popular it is and its overall reaction, and Age of Ultron, just considering the fact it's really soon, tons of news about it, and no, like you know, we get one little thing and it becomes a huge story. So, do you guys agree that these kind of belong in the top top three, or are there other ones that maybe should go here? Maybe Star Wars, for example. I'm gonna go with Age of Ultron as number one in in my mindset, um, but he, the other ones, I guess so. <laughs> Uh, Chuck, what do you think? Yeah, I, I would agree with those in the top three. I think Star Wars is right there. I think we might have to put that in the top five. I would also put Daredevil pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what are we thinking is number one? Would number one be Age of Ultron, do we think? Or The Flash or Walking Dead? Or uh, Boy, to me, it's between Walking Dead and Age of Ultron for number one. I'm thinking Age of Ultron number one, just because I feel like the last few episodes of Walking Dead have, I think, a, you know, you've had some negative uh, reaction towards them. Okay, and yeah. So not hugely, but I think that maybe would knock it down just a peg or two, considering, like, you know, Age of Ultron is just, a, you know, it seems to be heading up a lot of great possibilities that have seemed to be happening and a lot of buzz about what it's going to lead to, is what I should say. Yeah, that's... So I could, yeah, I could see doing that, like, you know, Age of Ultron, then maybe Walking Dead and Flash. Okay, so number one, Age of Ultron. Number two, Walking Dead. Yeah. Then the Flash. And then we thinking a Daredevil would be next, or Star Wars? Uh, I would think Daredevil, then Star Wars. Um, I think there's definitely more coming out about Daredevil, because... Uh, J.J. Abrams is so uh, has such a tight rein over what's coming out on Star Wars. Um, and our last thing was, and it's still kind of going through the zeitgeist design of the the one lightsaber with the weird hilt to it. Yeah, I, I guess if we considered the comics, though, would that maybe do anything? Or do you still think Daredevil? Would yeah, I, I guess that she got multifaceted. Yeah, I, I guess you have a good point there, Dan. Chuck, what do you think? Yeah, I, I'm thinking Star Wars 4, Daredevil 5, maybe. All right. Listen to Dan right, right. there. So, Actually, Sorry. I think number five, I, I have a new idea, a, a new trending okay. topic. I think it should be that I am on Twitter and have a smartphone. <laughs> I was going to say that you're on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty trending topic, you know? It's pretty high up there. Well, I figured, like, that's, 
that's unanimous number one. So why even argue right. it? It's, it goes without so, saying. So it's kind of like we're starting at yeah. number two, but we're just calling it one. So yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Okay, so we have five more. I'm thinking next, looking at the list here. There's a few that jump out to me. One collectors monthly collector sets uh-huh. that we've talked about. They're they're kind of expanding. Uh, Funko, like with with Toy Fair recently, that released a huge amount of stuff, and possibly the Marvel reboot as well. Those three to me kind of are seem to be the ones out of the list that uh, have the biggest potential. Any any thoughts on that? Anything that any out of those are the ones left that you think should go next here at number six? What was the, what was the first one you said out of those? I mentioned uh, Funko, the monthly collector sets, and the Marvel uh, reboot slash Secret Wars storyline. Okay. I don't know. How, how do you guys feel about the, the Marvel reboot at six? I'm I'm liking it there. Be, I'm also, honestly, I'm thinking maybe, uh, maybe Funko, since Funko just happened more recently, and, like, the news for the reboot has gone on a little bit okay. longer, yeah. so... It it's maybe died down a little bit, but and it hasn't started yet because we're kind we're kind of like in the eye of the storm yeah. here. But Funko has just released all those new action figures, like you mentioned, and a little bit more uh, relevant at least right now. Yeah, I could see that. Greg, what do you concur. think? Concur. Concur. <laughs> all righty. So let's go Funko number six, and then at number seven, the Marvel reboot. Number eight, then, would be the subscription. And then, so we have two more, nine and ten. And once we have left, we mentioned Deadpool is still on the board. Uh, the Power Rangers fan film, Supergirl, and Agent Carter are the ones we all mentioned so far. So we have three there and two spots. Any Out of Agent Carter, Supergirl, and the Power Ranger fan film, which one should be taken off? I think we can take off Supergirl. I'm going to turn on my own suggestion. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm going to say Agent Carter since it's essentially over. We could take that one off as well. Well, we need to at least have two of them because we have Daredevil. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're right. I'm an idiot. So that would leave us Deadpool in the Power Ranger fan film. So I'm thinking Power Ranger fan film at nine and then Deadpool at ten. I'm thinking number nine, Deadpool collector sets number ten. Or did we? Uh, so would be what did Power we... Rangers would be bumped up to eight then? Wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry, we did use that already. I'm, I haven't been keeping track of anything down or. All right, so I'll, I'll for for those keeping track, this is what we have so far: uh, Age of Ultron at number one, Walking Dead at number two, The Flash at number three, at number four Star Wars, number five Daredevil, number six Funko, number seven, uh, the Marvel cinema, Marvel comic book. Reboot slash Secret Wars storyline. Uh, number eight, the monthly subscri- subscription services. So we have nine and ten, and right now we have Deadpool on the board, Agent Carter, and the Power Ranger fan film. So you said get rid of Agent Carter, so that would leave us Deadpool and the Power Ranger fan film, if we feel comfortable uh, with that. Yeah, I think Deadpool, then the Power Rangers. Chuck? Yeah, I guess uh, Craig knows way more about Deadpool than I do, so... <laughs> if he's saying it's up there then i believe him. well i i think there's a lot with the the casting news and everything going on 
Yeah, didn't they release the uh, yeah. picture of the mask or something too? You could. Oh no, I, did, I didn't see that. You could... Yeah, they, Ryan Reynolds tweeted tweeted that and said Colossus might be part of it. What? So. I have to look yeah. this Except, up. No, Daniel Cudmore back as Colossus. That would be a different guy. Which I think I'm okay. Yeah, with. <laughs> they they gave him like zero lines in any of the X Men movies. <laughs> it's just kind of sad, but. Alright, so that was this edition of the Power Ranker, Geek Power Rankings. And just to go over that real quick, like I said, number one, Age of Ultron, number two, Walking Dead, three, The Flash, Star Wars, next, and then at number uh, five, Daredevil, number six, Funko, number seven, The Marvel Reboot slash Secret War Story, eight, The Monthly Subscriptions, nine, Deadpool, and ten, Power Ranger Fan Film. And just looking at the last one we did, so we had a few drop-off. Guardians of the Galaxy came off completely. Batman came off completely. Destiny came off completely. Uh, Star Wars moved from number five to number four. <laughs> Huge drop-off there. Uh, Arrow came off completely, but was replaced by Flash, which came to number three. Uh, Age of Ultron moved from number seven to number one. And Wolverine... Dropped off completely. Deadpool stayed exactly where he was. At By the way, the mask looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, it does look, it does pretty, look cool. pretty good. So yeah, so he stayed right where he was at number nine, and at number ten, Doctor Who got kicked off, but Power Rangers took its spot. So a lot of movement going on. Some stayed on, some some kind of stayed on, but in different forms, as they would say. So all right, let us know what you think. What ones that we got wrong? What we should have included but didn't? Ones that are too high, too low? And we'll get to all the different ways you can contact with us at the end of the show. All right, so that's it for Geek Power Rankings. And each week we like to end each episode with a letter. We're going to do a little bit of thing different this week. We've done this twice before, and we're going to do it a third time. If you go to don'tevenreply.com, there are these great interactions between people on Craigslist, you know, the tagline or emails from an asshole. And this week we're going to be doing Glorious Master Translator. And this is in response to an ad that was put out there that someone needed a Japanese translator to help them with certain directions they had for a product. So they sent out that ad, and then Gre Chuck's going to be playing the person that responds to that ad. Greg will be playing Scott, the person who wrote the ad. And I'll be playing a third, a, a fictional third party that comes in to make things even more complicated. So, uh, Chuck, whenever you're ready, we can get this thing going. Hi. You need Japanese translate? I, Chan, I help you with translate. Hey, Chan. So, okay, here's the deal. My CD player suddenly stopped working, and I can't figure out why. For some reason, the only manual I have is entirely in Japanese. I took a pic of the page. I'm pretty sure it's the troubleshooting part. Can you see if it says anything about no sound coming from the output? Okay. I find three things may help you. Failure of sound from device. Skipping of disc for poor sound. Sound volume low very much. <laughs> um, What does it say for the failure of sound one? Hello and thank you for Choose Glorious Master CD Player. Apologies many for trouble of product. To fix failure of the sound, follow step. One. Unplug Glorious Master CD Player. Two, plug Glorious Master CD Player back in. I hope this helped. That doesn't help me at all. Is that all it says? Oh, no. Very sorry. There are more steps to help you. Here. If still experience failure of the sound, 
your glorious master CD player possessed by Audio Demon. To banish Audio Demon, follow step. Ignite Seven Candle. Pray to Benzaiten, Goddess of Music. Benzaiten will banish Audio Demon to Eternal Suffering. Try play CD again. If you fail banishing of Audio Demon, you failure. Much dishonor of family name. Suggest immediate death by... I hope you banish Audio Demon. Much luck. What the fuck? Does it really say that? I just translate what you give. No way it says that. What kind of useless manual is this? How is that supposed to help anyone? Very sorry. Audio Demon, big problem with many CD player. I have sword, much sharp, good for seppuku. You want borrow. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? An audio demon? This is BS. Are you screwing with me? Did I send the wrong page? I think this is the table of contents. Can you look at this and tell me which page is the troubleshooting one? Then I'll send you that one? That no table of content. That sushi takeout menu. Try number 16, spicy salmon roll. Much delicious. Okay, buddy. Thanks for nothing, you jackass. Later, from another email account. Hey there. I saw your ad, and I think I can help. I majored in Japanese in college, speak it fluently, and lived in Miyazaki for two years. Mike. Thanks so much, Mike. I was talking to someone else for help, but I don't know what his problem was, dude. Dude kept sending me all this BS. Anyway, my CD player isn't working, and the manual is only in Japanese. So, I need help reading the troubleshooting part. Uh, I think the attached pictures, the table of contents... Uh, could you see if it says what page the troubleshooting part is on, and then I'll send you that? Uh, you sent me a sushi takeout menu. Are you sure you have the right documents? What the fuck? I don't know what is going on. It has picture <laughs> of the CD player on the front, and then this is the next page. Why would they put a sushi menu in here? Japanese instructional manuals are not like the American manuals you used to. They often include advertisements, and I guess in this case, a sushi menu. Looking at it closer, it says, Thank you for purchasing the Glorious Master CD player. Why not order sushi while you enjoy your music? <laughs> well, that is dumb. Whatever. I think this page is a troubleshooting part because of the tables. Am I right? Do you see anything about there not being any sound? Yes, this is the right page. It says, unplug it and plug it back in. Yeah, I did that. Nothing. Is that it? Well, you're not going to want to hear this, but it's, it's a CD player is possessed by the Amanjaku, or Audio Demon. You should light three candles and play to Benzaiten, the, the god of music. Mike. Scott? You there? Were you able to banish the demon? Scott? <laughs> and, and that's where it ends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll never know if he banished that audio demon. But I wonder, I wonder anyway. if the guy ever like bothered to reply to him ever. <laughs> oh, all the guy wanted was the CD player fix. <laughs> I think he realized at that point that like everybody's just effing with him, so he's like, <laughs> screw this. <laughs> Alrighty. 
Well, there are lots of ways you can contact with us. You can email us at feedback at geekcastradio.com or live at talkinginscircles.com. You can also you can also communicate with us on Twitter. We are all on Twitter. Chuck, what is your Twitter name? My Twitter name is at Heroic Age Chuck. Great. I am at the Create Forge or Emily Radichkowski. Look her up. Uh, just does <laughs> or Emily Radichkowski. Sorry, I always include the J for some reason. You know, makes it longer. Uh, and I am at Movie Revolt, and we're also on Twitter and Facebook and Talking in Circles. Just search Talking in Circles GCRN, but the best way you can get in contact with us is typically by commenting on the episode post by going to geekcastradio.com or nerdly.co.uk. Anyways, that'll be it for us for this week. We'll be back next week. Same time, same channel, same podcast feed, but for now, this has been Chuck. This has been Greg, or a Amanajiku. And this has been Dan, and we've been Talking in Circles. We'll see you next week. God bless you, Greg. You. <laughs> Damn cold going around this house. <laughs> yeah. Is it, did you get one of those audio demons? Yeah. We're always getting those, those audio demons. <laughs> we thought it was the NSA that one time, but it was definitely those audio demons screwing <laughs> with us. <laughs> <laughs>